listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson. Brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. And this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon officially to Evergreen Podcasts. Hey, if you're watching or listening to this podcast today and you're not fired up about the Browns being a 9-3, and three, we'll uh, be ready to be healed. The Browns win in Nashville 41 to 36 as Baker Mayfield has a career day. The defense tames Derrick Henry while causing three turnovers and the march to the playoffs can continues. We break it all down along with touches of the Buckeyes, Irish and Cavs. But first, according to Steve Kornacki, our 97 percent chance of making the playoffs nine and three Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns. That was, I'm still riding high. I'm still reading box scores. I've read the box score a lot again today. I walked to go get my coffee in 20 degree weather here in Connecticut. I, I don't give a fuck today. This has been great. I love all this stuff. That was December domination. And we weren't on the end of it. Mayfield was like Montana. Titans freaking out, tilting, getting personal fouls, stuff that we used to do. What a fun, fun, fun win. 38 points in the first half. Team records everywhere. We're going to go through all that here in a second. To see, though, the things, too, Jared, like Peoples, Jones, and Stewart, who had moments where they weren't at their best, to come back with big plays. Peoples, Jones, 75-yard touchdown, and Stewart with the interception in the second half. Making big plays late says a lot about this team. The Browns keep improving every week, every week, getting there, feeling better, doing things better. It's tough not to get excited. It's tough Andy, not to get excited. And yeah, go I, I, one more. I got one more. Then you, you, I love this quote from Garrett. It was uh, given to us from Peter King. We are Cleveland, and we are going to try to make them proud. That is Miles Garrett, and this team is becoming fun. And the Fighting Brown and Orange, you better get on board because it's fun right now. It is so I, much fun. Uh, this team. There's people out there that were that are screaming out chance of, of Baker MVP at this point. There are people saying Sandeo should make it to the Pro Bowl this year. Cats and dogs are living together. Sure. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Nine and three Cleveland Browns. Who would have ever guessed it, Andy? Here we are. Here we are in this position. Now, obviously, I'm joking around a little bit when I'm talking about, you know, MVP. Come on. I mean, obviously. Well, I mean, at this you point. Are? But you oh. know that that's how hyped Cleveland fans get when things are going in the right direction. You know that that's how things get. They lose their damn minds. And we're finally getting to that point. We're finally getting over the poo-pooing. I hate that term, by the way. Of, uh, you know, we eight and three. Eight and three Browns were getting treated way differently than nine and three Browns. Think about that. Think about the difference yeah. that eight, by by their own fans and then the national media started dogging on them all last week, started saying they're going to lose by double digits. Vegas crapped all over them with a five and a half, six and a half spread in favor of the Titans. Everyone thought the Titans were going to roll. I'm so sick and tired of the attention that Derrick Henry gets over Nicholas Chubb, who is undoubtedly the best running back in the NFL, point blank, period, don't at me. And Baker Mayfield shut up everybody yesterday. All the calling cowards out there, shut game. the hell up. Game. The man 
threw for 75%, four touchdowns in the first half, the first time since Otto fucking Graham in 1951. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The Browns are good, brother. The Browns are really good. Big, big, big spot on the road against a team that that smacked us around last year, teams in the AFC Championship game. This is the kind of stuff that you can feel the momentum. You can't just feel it in Mm. Cleveland. You can feel it nationally. When you're watching NBC and you're seeing Mike Tirico, Browns dominated today. I mean, Jared and I saying it's one thing. You know, everybody else saying is Cleveland fans saying one thing. We hear Mike Tirico saying with Tony Dungy, you know, Browns dominated today. I know the final score is a little messy. We'll get to that at the very end. But look, that was a complete game. And Baker Mayfield deserves the attention now. His numbers were great. He played wonderfully. And that was a big spot for him. And and I and I I will say this, even with those games left to come with the Steelers and Ravens, I think this really cemented him for for a while. It's gonna be hard for me to get back on wavering back and forth. What I saw yesterday, Jared, in that spot playing do Stefanski basically said in his brain you could tell the way that game plan was you know what they're going to over pursue Chubb and Hunt we're going to throw our way to victory and they did and they made the big plays and Baker played a wonderful game I mean I mean he's the player of the week I'd be surprised no, I don't know who else it could be at this point down. he he I mean he I mean he had so many things in this game that that you just were waiting for like a complete Jared's just a complete game and to do it in that spot on the road in a game that no one gave us a chance outside people like you and me really it just says a lot about where this team is going and where this team is heading and and the thing I like about this team this team is very level-headed even after the game they were excited about the victory you could tell by the post-game conference uh, quotes but even Mayfield very subdued very workmanlike. I mean, he got excited a little times, but Jared, it's such a 180 from last year. And I and here's some of the quotes from after the game. Quote, the fact that he trusts me that makes me so much more confident, <laughs> Baker says after the game, end quote. You don't want to play the, the mental game too much when you're playing quarterback. Just realizing what I'm capable of, I've always believed in myself and I'm not going to pay attention to the BS. That is stuff we would not have heard from Baker Mayfield. No, you're right. This is the 2020 Baker. Manny Blasdell uh, checking in on great Facebook. To had, to, uh, had to go to break early from work to check in with the show. Great win. Believe land. Uh, Manny, thanks for listening and uh, excited thanks, for this. Thanks, Manny. You're the man. Marissa McCool Believe on Facebook. Right. It's really nice to not wake up to articles saying we're the worst 9-3 and three team ever. <laughs> yeah, we are not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 narrative's gone away. Like, look, here's a here's a few other things yeah. that's gonna go away today, too. I mean, I I mean, look, it's Kornacki stuff's kind of cute and it's funny, but it's true. It's like we said this last week. They're now nine and three. They're gonna beat the Jets, so that's ten. Folks, they win one more game. They're eleven wins. Eleven wins, you're in. Oh yeah. I mean that, that locks in. it up. I mean, so yeah, oh, let's jump to the game itself. Yeah. The turning point where you started to feel right away that this was going to be possibly a good day for the Browns was that stop on fourth down. But what I wanted to mention yeah. too is this is the play prior to that is Goodson had a huge breakup to force that fourth down and then the Titans went for it. So there were two really good plays in a row yep. that ended up holding that team and turning that ball over. So shout out to Goodson for that. Henry gets stopped. Uh, it, it, the, the spot we can we can go back and forth and bitch about this. The great thing for us Browns fans is we literally watched a first down get taken away from us last week. So 
I don't know about you, Andy, but I didn't feel bad about that whatsoever. Uh, I, I I thought the spot was I thought fine. That was a good spot, actually. I actually thought that I mean his knee went down, right. and that's where they put the ball. I mean, honestly, like here's the thing about these games that I'm glad you brought up one thing. <clears throat> we have to realize referees determining games is something I just don't believe in. And you kind of saw this. The Titans really unraveled. I mean, that what they tilted. They really did on multiple times. Tilted. Um, the yeah. player who they got away with more stuff than they should um, have so- in that sense. That guy, the, the, you brought it up last yeah. night uh, uh, on Instagram, Andy. That uh, at official Cleveland Sports, by the way. Um, that if that, that he could have been ejected for that, and he should have been. Uh, that was ejectable. That was ejectable. I mean, I've seen we've seen players get ejected from over the years on that kind of play. Now, the, you know the play there, the play with Henry. I agree with you. Stopping him early, Richardson Huge. really set the tone. He got the game ball um, last night. I thought he played well. He I thought did. Larry Ogunjobi had a really good game too. I know all the credits going to Richardson. He deserved it. He played wonderfully. Got this. Got the strip play. The yep. fourth and one stop was big. Yep. The strip was big. And then when the Titans scored quickly at 17 7, the bombs away play to Peoples Jones. I mean, I felt after that play, the game was yep. bruised. I just well, really did. Well, because you, you I mean, at that point, you I, I knew really that the I Browns were going to go up and down the field and impose their will however they wanted that, you know, to, and, and that the only thing they yeah. had to do was protect the ball. And the way that Baker was throwing, the dart in the back of the end zone to Landry, threading the needle there, Beautiful. it was gorgeous. And Higgins. Higgins. Yeah. The Higgins. And holy shit was Baker on fire. Shit. He was on fire. I mean, he really played 11 touchdowns, elite. 11 touchdowns and one interception in the past five and a half games. Now he's, just, he's just getting he's better. Just unbelievable. Which is all we've asked for. I, I, again, I, I think the days of the Mayfield stuff had to be put aside now. I really do. I, I don't think there's, you can't do any more discussions about whether he's our guy right now. After a game like that and in that kind of spot, that that's as big as it gets. That's as big as it gets. I mean, the playoff wins the only thing next, and we're not there yet. So, I mean, you can't – I just don't – Jared, I, I, beating the Steelers would be huge. Beating the Ravens would be huge. All true, yes. Those games mean a lot to him, absolutely, yes. He, he recognizes that after the game. But, Jared, I mean, that yesterday in that spot on the road – I mean, can't do and and for Stefanski, it's twofold. For Stefanski to realize, you know, knowing Vrabel and knowing his background, they're going to do everything it takes to stop the run game. So you know what, we're going to throw our way to victory. And to have the belief in six after even his comments after the Jacksonville game, I thought he played okay. For him to really say like, you know, that was just one comment. I believe in six. I believe in him, and I believe he leads to victory. And Mayfield put it together. Yeah, I that, mean, and this is I the mean, thing, Vrabel. This team, we 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 talked about it fun. last night. Vrabel, you ask and you shall receive. You wanted to force Baker to win this game. You wanted to force yeah. Baker to throw the ball and to to do what he can do and see if he could do it. And he came and he did it. So I mean, <laughs> it was they were falling apart, Andy. They were falling apart. Period. And it was beautiful to watch. Uh, Manny asking again on Facebook. Browns need to re-sign Hollywood. Um, look, I'll agree with that 100%. I, I, Andy and I both were wondering why he wasn't on the field from the beginning of the season. Uh, he's on a one-year contract, correct? Six, six, yeah, six catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Higgins should be re-signed. Um, Landry, eight catches, 62 yards, one touchdown. Peoples-Jones, two catches, 92 yards. They spread yeah, the ball again well yesterday. 
Um, Including an offensive by lineman. By the way, I, this is just a foot. Right. And that was a great Stefanski had the game of his life up until I knew you, letting him I knew you were going to bring that up. At the end of the game. <laughs> that was a terrible play call. We're going to get to that at the end. It's not today to shit on that. It's not. It's just not today to shit on that. Um, that play call was everything that the, the Browns had been planning for and analytics at its best. And here's why. On that play to Lamb, they knew they were going to bite on the the they the play the, the, the fake handoff to Chubb, the, the the which was great. So he goes to the right, and then they have Chubb going, and then they have Hunt going to the left, sitting in the end zone, and that allowed Lamb, who did the Lamb did a perfectly yep. fake block release, waited for the release. Once he saw everybody go to Hunt and Chubb, he releases wide open. The Browns were prepared for Tennessee. They were prepared. This team is – here's the one thing that I don't think is brought up enough. This team has more experience than what we realize. Baker's in his third year. Uh, uh, Miles is in his fourth year. These are not second and first year guys. These are a lot of guys a lot of years on. Now, they don't have playoff experience, but they have a lot of experience, and they played together now for three years. This team is talented. This team is ready to roll. I, I just think at times we – we as fans and sometimes national media go, this team is still young. They're young, sure, I guess. But really, this team has been preparing for this. And Stefanski going into that game, I can't illuminate this more. He did not do well against Tomlin. He did not do well against Harbaugh. I thought he had a rough day against Gruden. He outcoached and outfoxed Vrabel. And Vrabel looked visibly, he looked upset. Well, like there's multiple times where I, I he doesn't have many facial expressions. Vrabel the mask didn't did do well to hide poker. it for was, him. They yes. went into that first half, Andy, yeah. where they managed the clock terribly at the end of the second quarter. You didn't know whether they were trying to do something and score quick or do it. I mean, it just looked awful, looked yep. awful at the end of that first half. And at the end of the first half, I thought. I don't even think they want to go to the locker room and, and regather. Now, granted, they did, and things started working in their favor in the second half. But I still, even at that point, was never worried, never once worried that the game was going to no. get out of hand. It was annoying. It became kind of frustrating. But it was things that weren't really, you couldn't pin anything on Baker. Baker wasn't making any mistakes. There were a couple of drops. That was kind of annoying. Some of the penalties, those were super annoying. And Tannehill just did what I mean, it was it was a guy playing in desperation hey. and they made some plays and they scored and they did what they had to do to try to make it a game. The but Browns, the Browns game. walk away with the, Browns the dub the and now they got nine yeah. of them. Put them in your pocket. Walk around proud. Stick your chest out. The fucking Browns are good. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the time? This is this. This is well, seriously like like this is not bullshit anymore. People could, if people want to nitpick things, when you win in Nashville in a game no one thought you were going to win, everybody can take a shut the fuck up coffee. Because right now the Browns are, I mean, we yeah. felt that. I think others did. It You no. can't shit on this. That's what's great about this. You can, Mayfield doing that too made it extra special. Um, one of our better fans, Matt, let's go Browns, baby. It's the fancy greatest of all time. He does a great podcast, by the way, Sports Fanatics MB. People love fantasy. Check out Matt. I love his podcast. I, I, you know, quickly on Stefanski, I, I don't, I want to hit this one more time. He did not have good games against Harbaugh and Tomlin, and he did not do well against Gruden. I thought he struggled last week against Jacksonville. He is also growing. That game yesterday was a lot. Yes, Mayfield executed and did everything. 
It was through the vision of Stefanski and him working together with his quarterback and this team. And it is beautiful to see. Mm. And you can feel the momentum building. This is Indians and 16 fun. Cavs, 15, 16, 17 NBA mm. finals fun run. It is. It has that vibe. The Browns have that vibe right now. This is exciting. This is get on board and let's get crazy. Crazy excited. I mean, it is uh, just – and you know what? Yesterday, watching them go up 24-7, three and out Titans. Score again, 31-7. Three and out Titans. Scoring again at the end of the half. <coughs> Pound it and make oh – boy, I'm getting so excited. Knocked off the microphone. Just to watch them put the death blows. How many times does this team – puts it around and just futzy it around and it's like oh you know we'll make a cute kick and miss a field goal get kind of tricky to watch the browns to step on the neck of the titans and say gotcha yeah. broke your Dig neck 38 seven and a half Dig out of that <clears throat> oh my god seriously i mean just to watch that if i i don't ever feel this way i mean as i as i i know um jared felt the same way i had a couple of brothers one of them in particular, here we go, oh, yeah. 38 to 13. It's like, look, when it was 38 to 7, I even texted to go, I know your guys going to hate to hear over. this game's over. It was <laughs> over. It was over, game. period. Grant, 38 to 7, game's over. <clears throat> I mean, there, there were The there entire was second half was garbage time. Clean up. <laughs> the entire second half was, was garbage gar- time. It was. Cr- it was. Look, the, the steward interception was big. They just keep that game And he held. needed that. But you, that but was again, great for the kid. He needed that, but again, it was great for the kid. But again, that's how these games roll. Like the Titans are a good team. Now, here's one thing I'll say, and uh, and then we'll get to Henry. Those two wide receivers, Davis and Brown, are very, very good. Yeah, Davis and Brown are very, very, very good, and they and they made plays. And Tannehill can play, but this, but the other thing. Okay, then the Henrys. I want to get to Henrys. We haven't hit that enough hard. Mayfield and yeah, I heard this from a couple people. Is Mayfield better than Tannehill? I heard a lot of people say I think Tannehill is better. It's like not, oh, no, really? it's not even like, close. I, boy, I, I, I Tannehill is probably I, having I mean, himself the best season that he will ever have in the league. He's a nice quarterback. He's nice. Period. Baker's better than him. Come on, come on. Well, I was surprised about I'm that not talk. surprised by it because, you know, this is how people have been. This is how the national media has been yeah. regarding Baker. And granted, it's because some of, yeah, and some of his local some and local. granted, it's some of it's been kind of warranted. But I don't think we were ever at the point where we could say that. I, th- I mean, Andy, I think you and I have, clar- have, have have articulated this well enough throughout the entire season. We still don't know. We still don't know. Too many people were jumping at the bit to make judgments. Too many people were jumping at the bit to say yeah. one way or the other. They weren't being patient. And so they said things that didn't make sense. And now they look back and they realize they're wrong. This is why you and I both sat there and said, pump the brakes. We're not sure yet. Let's give it more time because there was nothing. There was nothing over the past four or five games that we could have extrapolated to make the call on whether Baker was going to be the guy or not. Now, now that we have gone up against a a, a team that has that is that is in position to win their division with the same record with a cutthroat head coach that loves to stick his foot on other teams necks that has his team ready to go to for the playoffs that embarrassed us last season and handled business. We went in Baker handled business that, that myself, that, that, that that's as, as big a statement game as you could ever ask for, for Baker Mayfield. 
it, it it's <clears throat> gonna be hard for me unless he completely shits the bed horribly and all like he loses four in a row. Even there, I I Baker's our guy. Baker Baker Baker's our guy, and and I think we need to. I saw a lot of growth in one game. That's all I, I, I know that sounds weird and that sounds extreme. That was a tough spot on the road. Big moment where the coach put or the put or the coach put the game on his shoulders and he executed. And he I mean Stavansky told him he was gonna have to great. do it at some point. Stavansky knew too. And he did. And well, again, that checks that box. There's, and even I brought it up. Well, he hasn't done, well, not not anymore. He checked that box yesterday. Yeah. And stamped well, it. Yeah, we've he, got to acknowledge this on both the offensive line and defensive line. We won on the line of scrimmage period yesterday. And and yeah, that was yeah, huge, especially yeah. uh, for our defense, because holding Derrick Henry to 15 carries and 60 yards is something that no one in the entire fandom of the NFL would have ever thought was going to happen yesterday. We had a feeling they would they were going to give Took I mean, him out of the, game. the guy rushed for like 180 the week prior or something like that. Wasn't I mean, he had a, he had a huge week. Yes, he he's a great. I mean, I mean Henry, Henry, Henry Brown. But he looks so demoralized I mean, on that sideline multiple no, times. I mean, that that's that Sheldon Richardson strip fumble was big. I mean, stopping on fourth and one was was good. That was a good play. Don't get me wrong. Right. It set the tone a little bit. But when he got fumbled, he looked rattled. Rattled the Titans yeah. look rattled. Stone face. Um, they really just, did. I mean, we don't say that. I mean, they really, really. I mean, just but, 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 but hurt and frustrated and angered. Um, Henry, what the Browns did to Henry says a lot about this team because this defense is not. Yeah. We all know it. It's not going to slow things down. It's not going to. Uh, it's not overly sexy. But what they did yesterday in that spot was huge. It was just as big as that. Is what Mayfield did to take away the star player this game, like that in that spot on the road. Un- that's big stuff. That's big stuff. Uh, it was. It, it was game. everything that they needed to do. Everything that they needed to yeah, do. Fifteen carries, um, sixty yards. Derrick Henry. Well, because we're also Man. talking about them, you know, Dude. stopping Derrick Henry. Uh, we also need to talk about uh, holds on on Garrett and Vernon. This stuff is getting really old. This Did stuff get is getting yesterday? very old. There was only Did one call, um, as uh, Marissa McCool points out, that Clayburn got a call for holding, and then literally like two or three plays later, the same exact thing, except even more face mask was being held onto on uh, on Miles Garrett, and there was nothing. I just don't understand it to this point. I don't get why he isn't getting the calls. Miles, that is. I'm sure Vernon. I'm watching Miles more than I'm watching Vernon, but you can guarantee Vernon's getting held like crazy, too. This Vernon's stuff needs too. to fucking stop because they chose to nitpick at the end of the game and call holds on, on the Browns in that second half. And that shit just didn't make sense to me, Andy. Didn't make sense to me. If you're not going to call it all game, then what are you doing calling it on us? I just don't get why they won't call these on Miles Garrett. He is clearly getting not only held, but his face and neck shoved back repeatedly. And it's fucking bullshit. It's got to stop. And they're not going to stop it. And I don't know, again, if this is rollover from the Mason Rudolph issue or not. But enough. 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 He still, he was being held when he got his sack yesterday. He was being held in the middle of sacking Tannehill yesterday. Go back and watch it. Hey, it 
the 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 jersey grabs a lot of a lot of face masks yesterday. There could have been multiple on the Titans. Um, here's where I'll double down on what you said. If you're going to nickel and dime J.C. Treader and Wills on ticky tack holding calls, and you're not going to do that, now I got a bigger problem. Meaning, like you know, you you got it. You just it's can't. it's getting obvious. I it's getting it's, it's weeks it's weeks and no, weeks it, and it, weeks it, on it, end, and it's getting really fucking obvious. I thought yesterday the refs tried at times to take control of this game back. Um, I don't like saying that, but I really did. I felt like like the J.C. Treader hold, especially. It's like, are you? Well, are you how about the block? I mean, how about the block I mean, in the back too? Me? That, that I mean, wasn't anything. Now, silly, silly. I mean, they're just. It felt like at times during that game, it's like this game's too much of a blow. Let's slow, let's slow the Browns roll down. It's like. Again, like it's one thing to call a holder in there and fine, but it's like to to what you're saying, Marissa, and what all of us Browns fans saw, it's like, but Miles Garrett's getting his head taken off. Like he's getting his jersey grabbed every other second. Like, you're not gonna call any of those yet. You're gonna call a throwaway holding. It's so bad. It's I mean, it's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing for NFL officiating at this point, the way that they are handling this with these guys. I'm sorry. I'm there. I am at that point. I'm at yeah. that point with this, and I, you can call me a homer. You can call me a homer yeah, all day, but I don't think that's. I, I think that anybody objectively who can watch these games will tell you the same thing. I thought yesterday the refs really in the second half, the refs got flag happy. I mean, I saw things where it's like, I mean, first down, let's throw a flag. I mean, well, they kind of did it. They kind of did it the week like, prior too. Kind of, but not like this. This was. I, I, I felt at one point it's like another holding on first down. I mean, like, I mean, after what no. I just saw, what miles. Well, that's how, I mean, they were killing drive. They were killing drives before they even Relax. started. I mean, that was really it. I mean, that was really point. what was. It's and like, then you're talking about a defense that has to come back on the field after a Browns three and out. That's why that's why that's why getting that getting getting through yeah. it uh, and getting that big first down. Was that was that hunt? Didn't hunt get a huge first down? Right. He, a hunt. Hunt had a big play in this game where Needed he got a that. short screen pass. Similar to what Chubb did. Similar to what Chubb did the week before in Jacksonville, where Chubb where Chubb let the blocker set up. Same thing with Hunt. That was I mean, they were starting first and twenty constantly. Again, it there just was, drove there, me nuts. There, there were there were many plays in this game where the Browns but the Browns have made these plays all yeah. year. And boy, okay, one more. And I know the Titans struggle on third down. The Browns controlled third down. Titans really never got a big first down until later. Right, in the game, they had the then they out, then they were the forced to, to convert a couple but, of fourth downs. But you're right, yeah, yeah. But but the Browns were huge on third down this game. Every time it was you know they need to reach in the hand, they got another. And it's been like this all year. The Browns are big on third down. It's like um, a two out hit. Yeah, even like if it's Browns not third really, manageable, really you're right. Round. And this is and and that is something that I think where Baker has shown they do up it repeatedly. Time and time again. And something that we should pay more attention to is that Baker on third and longs has usually found a way to find Landry, to find one of those tight ends, to make something happen. Yeah, they were 10 of 16 on third down. 10 of 16. Yeah, and the Titans were two of, two of 10. Huge. I mean, that's, I mean the, in these games, that really, that stat sticks out, the turnover stick out too. But in this game, like, as I have now the sun glaring on me, I love how in life sometimes you try to plan things out and you just get just batted sunlight. On this. Yeah, anyone so watching live earlier, we had the uh, the Christmas star behind Andy that shows up every once in a while. And now we have God's light shining through. 
Uh, this is a very religious. This is a very religious experience well, clear, we're having cl- during this live show today. Cl- 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 clearly. Br- Clearly, a son's a god. There you go. Oh, there Brown you go. Fans. Get more. There's. <laughs> there we go. Now you get to see all my son's room. Um, but look, here's the thing again about these kind of games. Like third downs played a part of this role, but it's all these contributing factors, and that's why these wins are so legitimate. Miles Garrett, who a minute after the game was fatigued, felt tired, definitely went through. Um, got uh, Peter King had some great quotes after the game. This is from Garrett. Quote: Having COVID is a helpless feeling. And not being and not being helpless to help my team, but being so weak, so tired, just so sore. That I just didn't want to move. This is what he was talking about how he felt last week during the game. The first quarter, I felt pretty good. After that, I felt pretty tired. I just had to push through it, try to make plays and be there when my team needs an end quote. So you didn't even have a healthy Miles Garrett, and they're still. I had my him. eyes on him. I was worried about him I mean, all day I, yesterday. He did. He the whole hard. team played as hard as I've seen him play and, all year. They looked so focused. Um, so, so, Something I forgot so to mention focused. last night when we were on Instagram, Andy, is uh, Baker Mayfield, once again, is the he, is, he has also solidified himself as king of the hard count. Because he pulled yeah, him off sides once again, uh, which was beautiful because I believe it was on, a, was it a third and goal at that point? And got him, and got him a first down? Yeah. There you go. Baker yeah. Mayfield. Yep. Welcome to the NFL. Baker Mayfield. I mean, <laughs> there are so many things. There, <clears throat> such, I'm so yeah. happy for him. You know, again, Sheldon Richardson playing well. Larry Okunjobi, ever since the bye week, yep. has had a nice run of games now. He's playing really I I felt his presence throughout the whole game. Mac Wilson, he's in concussion protocol. Hopefully he's okay. I thought that was the return of the Mac. He was I yeah, he, he played, played really well. Really well um, in this game. And then uh Sindejo led the team in tackles with seven yesterday. Sindejo and had, a, really had well. an interception stolen from him because of the stupid fucking penalty. By the way, that was a bizarre cut. I mean, I know, I know. I know. Boy, this, you know what though? The Browns. This proves my point. Referees do not. Well, the, the yeah, the they're not allowing it. We've had, and we've talked about this Browns two or three times already this season, Andy. Is that in other games the Browns would have fallen apart because of stuff like this, and they are just dis. They're just disregarding it. That's what they're doing. But you you can't too, look you can't look well, at the line at the end of the game too. and see that the Browns had thirteen penalties and that the Titans had five. Oh, it was a joke. The, especially the, the, the way By that the way, they were playing in that first half. You can't tell me that. They, come on now. Come on now. It was a joke. It was a joke. You know what, though? When you win. <laughs> yeah, no. It's so them. much easier to yeah. fucking talk No, about. when you win despite <laughs> it that is so shit. Much, um, you know, one more um, for Manny, and then we'll get to Marissa, who had another comment. Hollywood's my favorite Brown. I never see him dropping balls. Super consistent. You know, this team, to what Manny's uh, saying, like, uh, Hollywood had a moment where it looked like he fumbled, but the ball was stripped. You know, Landry had a little moment there. People's Jones we talked about. Here's the thing I would say to what Manny's saying. Like, I love Hollywood Higgins too. Don't get me wrong. I can feel that love for him. Uh, my favorite player by far is Miles Garrett. Uh, Chubb is right there too. They're really close, but I like Miles. I just like his – I just like Miles a lot. I, I'm just a big, big, big of, big of that stuff. But here's the thing. All these players, they have little moments – but you know what? The Browns rise above it this year. They really do rise above it. So, Manny, even if Hollywood down the road has a drop, I wouldn't. You know what? It'll be good. So Landry Landry's had some drops. He had the ips, uh, you know, a few games ago. He rises above it. Now he's playing great again. 
Peoples Jones, in so many games, I brought this up. Uh, I believe his first name was Derek Alexander for the Browns. And in the mi- 90s, they played a playoff game in Pittsburgh. And Alexander had a crucial drop. And not only did he not show up for the rest of the game, I don't remember Alexander playing another game for the Browns. Like his career just stopped right there on that drop. And there's been so many moments like that for the Browns. And to see Peoples Jones get off the mat and make that 75 yard touchdown, that's what this is about. It's about team. Mistakes are going to happen. Sendejo could have checked out games ago, games ago. And he was not playing well. He played better against Jacksonville. I thought he played better yesterday. He's putting together strings of things. These are what teams do. And you know what? Sendejo needs to do that. By the way, did anybody remember? We didn't have Denzel Ward yesterday. I, I, I know, right? Isn't that crazy? We didn't have OBJ yesterday. Isn't that crazy? As decimated as that secondary is. Look, and we can say this. I mean, Sendejo is wherever the ball is. I've, I've noticed that. For good or for bad. <laughs> he is He is wherever the ball is. He's, for better or for worse. Hey, I, I just will point out again, <clears throat> yeah. I thought he played better against Jacksonville. I right. thought he played a good game. Um, I'm being honest. He has been the butt really of did. many I of my jokes regarding game. that defense and that secondary throughout this season. I have not been nice to him. Um, and, and it's purely from a play on the field standpoint. I'm just, you know, like any fan. But, he had some but I will say moments. this. Okay. Is it fun to watch him get better? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh. Is it fun to see him face oh. that adversity and somehow oh. some, he kind of just ignores it? He must. That's the only way because he's getting torn apart in the media. And here he is coming out week in and week out trying to get better. And he is. And he is. Yes, he is. Marissa McCool. They had three turnovers taken away on that one <laughs> drive alone. Agreed. Um, the referees, the referees, <laughs> like I said, decide to play. Um, Clearly, some of them had a. Had I'm really a getting tired of this stuff. But yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Now, Marissa, I can't. I again, Jacksonville's one thing. I saw it. I noticed it. I in this game in the second half. I mean, there were back. There's two drives in the second half where it's like first and ten. We're gonna just. I mean, you could just feel the referee just want to pull that flag out to call a hold. It was it was egregious. Dan Monas, great great fan of ours. Any concern on the Baker fumbles and tincture of grounding penalties? See Mike common curses over the past few weeks. Okay, I'll take the first hit on this. I do agree with Dan about the fumble thing. All right, here's my one nitpick. With a fullback like Andy Janovich and running backs like Chubb and Hunt, late in the game, Baker should not be doing quarterback sneaks. I would give that ball to Hunt. I agree with you, Dan. I went off on this with Jared on, on texting. I don't like this. I didn't like it last week. I don't like it now. Um, That's the only thing. I don't want to over skunk it because the bigger things to win, but I don't like Baker going in quarterback sneaks. I never have. No. He's not good at it. And he and he fumbles the ball. I I, I don't like how when he you've got Andy Janovich, uh, Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb. Why do you need to quarterback sneak? I agree. I agree. Hey, they've got they gone away with it. Or even but design I'm a quarterback good runs. I said. A, yeah, again, I they don't, don't like to. it. I said that last week. They don't need to on this team. Now, when they, when he rolled out yesterday and there was no Correct. one open and he runs for a first yes. down, I'm liking yeah. that. That I like. But but bootlegs no. for runs, no. I Dan, I'm with you a thousand percent. Intentional grounding penalties in that play. That was just one of those rare moments where the <clears throat> he's either safety or cornerback was on a blitz and he had to throw the ball away. I didn't read. Well, too much the issue that. is, and I think, and I think what Dan's really talking didn't. about is, is it's happened three games in a row now. 
if I'm not mistaken. I know, but it and that I can only take it from yesterday. In yesterday's game, the guy came. I mean, it was a flyer. I mean, no one was blocking him. He just had to throw the ball away. He was either going to get sacked or it was intentional grounding. So I don't and, know. And I'll also like, say this: I'll take intentional get, groundings all day over ints. Well, that's my point. I mean, like ints are getting popped. He's yeah, get or hit. getting popped. I mean, he's exactly. going to get hit hard. So yeah, so he was going to have to throw the ball away. So that intentional grounding to me yesterday was he's either going to get sacked or it was going to be an intentional yeah. grounding. So what are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, there's been other intentional groundings where I'm with Dan, where I saw things where it's like you could have thrown the ball more away or could throw the ball downfield or run outside the pocket. That was one of those rare occurrences as he's either. And it was a very dramatic delayed call. And then the way that the flag was pulled and thrown was very dramatic. A lot of drama in that play, by the way. Oh, it's fine. (laughs) I mean, it was drama. Referee of the year. Give me an Emmy. when, when I saw the flag come out on multiple times in the first drive for holding on the Browns, it's like, oh, I know where this is going. I can, I, I got it. We're well aware. Well aware. Browns are up too much, too much in this game. Too much. And again, what amazed me for a Vrabel team that got a lot of accolades after that Colts win, boy, did they tilt. I mean, they had a melt. I mean, meltdown. Uh, yeah, they were. They, they came in. in they came spots. in high on the hog. There, feeling like they were. They were. Uh, they were Titans' top shit, and it just didn't play out that way. Um, I I don't know. Were no. they not prepared? Yeah. Did they Did they think Baker was going to fold and fall on himself? I I I I think the one thing that has really fooled everyone. I don't think it's fooled you and I. This team is very talented, and they're playing like a team. This is not bullshit. This is not Hoyer. Oh, 14. no, it's not it's fool's not. gold. This it's is not fool's gold. at all. This is this is real. Miles Garrett's a really good player. Miles Garrett is the first really Brown player. in NFL history uh, to have 10 sacks in three seasons in a row. 10 or more sacks. Yeah. And by the way, it was fatigued yeah. yesterday. Oh, just survived a pandemic uh, sickness. I mean, I mean, no big this, deal. This team just embraces the suck. Just keeps coming back. I, I, I just know what I know. This is a team. There's so much fun, dude. I haven't had this much fun since I was a kid. It's been a very long time. No, I mean, no, I mean, look, this is, this is, again, Indians 16, Cavs 16. This is fun. Get get on board. I mean, I I agree with the stuff at the end of the game. It wasn't a great landing. Who gives a fuck? Won the game in Nashville. Up 31 points and a half. Up 31 points. Points at half against the team no one thought we were gonna win. Kevin Atkins, thank you for the shout out. Great show. Thank you. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for being a part of this. I mean, today is exciting. These are great days. I mean, I have so much work to do. I don't know if I give a fuck <laughs> because I'm so excited about how how this team and I am screwed with work today. But I I'm so. Yeah, I'm sure that after we finish up this live show, I'm going to edit the podcast, post it, and then probably throw it right back on and listen to it again and listen to listen to Cleveland Sports Talk oh, all yeah. day. And that's all I'm going to do. It's all all gonna do. day. It's all I'm going to do. All day. I read everything, all the returns, all this stuff. Um, I think we hit Mayfield hard enough now. The Henry thing was big. Yeah. I'm glad to hear yeah. Miles Garrett's feeling better and playing. Hoping that Mac Wilson you know, is okay and that that's nothing too much. Open up, hoping he's okay. Um, you know, here's a few other things. The comp, um, they had a great, they had some great stats in this game that they kind of read off. Yeah. Let's make sure we hit all of them. 15 rushing yards for Henry at half. Boy, again, it was consistent. Can't say this enough. That is the one thing 
for this team to hell that guy in check and take him out of the game. Jared, take him out of the game. Amazing. Amazing. Um, the first downs again. The Browns had long sustained drives. They threw quickly. They did everything in this game. And Jared hit upon it again. First time since Otto Graham in 51. Um, to have four touchdown passes in the first half of the game. I mean, and the uh, and and good. and the last quarterback to do it, uh, I believe, was Mahomes, and it was a couple of years ago. So yeah, that was the other one. Actually, here let's get to that too. There There's go. one more great stat that this is all on Cleveland.com. Um, players to have at least 20 completions and 294 touchdowns and no interceptions and a half since '91. Before Mayfield did it was Peyton Manning and McNabb in 2004, Brady in '09. And Roethlisberger in 14. Pretty, pretty, pretty good company. Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> These stats are all over the place, and I love it. Drew Soul, What's up, great Drew? Friend. Uh, Drew Baker's throw to Hooper on third and 12 for a first down. Yes, that was a big play, too. Mm. They had mm. many of those moments in this game. The hunt play we talked about, too. Yep. Good point by Drew. I remember that play specifically. Here's the other thing, too, that's great about this. Um, we, there's two other good points I want to make on this game. We will do more stuff on the Buckeyes, Irish, Cavs, and Indians on the next show. I, I, I won't lie. We're going to do just pencil droppings of that stuff. Um, by the way, I believe Michigan now is a 31-point underdog in that game. Um, but back to... And, they're um, not, and they haven't even been, been released to be able to practice yet, unless that happened today. No, today is the no. earliest that they can. No, no. Um, Chubb and Hunt... They had a good game, but they didn't carry this team. No. Didn't carry this team at all. They rushed for like and a combined 120. 120. And, you know, Hooper and Bryant, who've had big weeks for this team, didn't really do much outside that Hooper couple plays here and there. I mean, this team has no, so it's many been, ways to It's been to big win. on the wide receivers yeah, yesterday. So many ways to win. Can do so many things to get things done. That's where you get excited. It isn't like we have to say now, well, every game Mayfield has to go off. No, no. Every game Chubb and Hunt have to go off. No, no. Every game we need Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward. No, no. This is a team. This is a team. They do it many different ways. We've seen it now. They go through it. And by the way, the Browns have played in bad weather. The Browns have had weeks where they've had many injuries and come back to win. This was one of those times they just keep coming back and getting off the map and getting after and getting off the map. Yeah, because they're because they're a really good team. And this goes to what Kevin's. Oh, sorry about that, Andy. You were bringing it up no. too. Kevin Atkins on Facebook. When is the last time a Browns team was able to overcome and not totally dwell on any injuries? No one mentions them. They just keep seem to keep moving forward. Got to be a reflection yep. of Stefanski. Yeah, Stefanski's yep. the guy, folks. Stefanski's the guy, and, and I heard Andrew and, Barry. and I hear people now getting to the point where they're 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 upset thinking about how things could have been last year if he was here, uh, thinking it, of the oh, stunted okay, developments because it's right, and and that's <laughs> the, what and, and it's look, it's a bummer. But here's the deal: this is where we are, and let's just be happy about it. Let's hey, just look, be happy look, that we are here now. Look, and Stefanski is the guy, and he will be the guy going forward. Andrew Barry, even yes, Paul D. Podesta. <clears throat> and Stefanski especially all deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. All deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. This this is this is on and off the field. We are now we are now 12 games in. There's not been one one weird front office rumor this year. When's the last time that's happened? No. There I mean that's I mean, it. They are they are there. I, I mean, mean Andy, not, 
nothing. We can jump over here. Drew, Drew Salt again on on uh, on Facebook mentioning that um, Joe Woods deserves a lot of credit, a lot yeah, of credit for being able to stop Henry. I I I I'm gonna to Drew's point. I'm glad you brought this up, Drew. I want to hammer this. What I'm seeing from Zendejo is a lot of reflection on Joe Woods. Is Joe Woods stuck up there every week and defended him? And even Joe and you know Jared and I were tough on on Sendejo. He did not have a good start this year, but Joe Woods kept saying, "I like Sendejo. I see things like this. I can really, I can really see him developing." And we would roll our eyes. Joe Woods putting belief in Sendejo is playing into a big thing because this secondary is banged up. Harrison's not going to come back until the earliest of the Jets game, probably right. So to see him developing that, and again, Stewart is my other example. Stewart was having a rough game at times. I mean, he was really getting spun like a top. But to see him yeah. make that interception late, yep. just to be around the ball, it says a lot about Joe Woods. Great point, Drew. I agree with you. And Callahan with the offensive line is a wonderful – he's done a – I mean, you can't say enough. He's done a wonderful job. Um, yes, Dan Monas, <coughs> I agree with you. My brother's a huge Columbus Crew fan. They're going to the MLS Finals. Haslam's are having a great year. It's <laughs> their best year, year in Cleveland so far and, and now, well, in Ohio. Now, now, one one thing I would mention to Dan's, I know too much about the Haslam's. They are Tennessee Volunteer fans, and that's been a little rough. They're two and six. Been a little Tennessee's. Well, rough. this takes yeah, this this, this helps take fans. the edge off of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And by the way, I think you know what's funny. My son picked up on this as we watched a little bit of the Tennessee Florida game. I think the same announcer that for us for the home announcers, the same announcer for the Volunteers. Because at one point they had a third down with the Gators, and they're like third down. And Cameron looked at me and goes, "Is that the oh the in stadium announcer?" Yeah, I think uh. I think I think it might. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but I found that to be interesting in listening to that for um yeah. for another one. Yeah. Uh, Drew Salt again. This is the way the secondary linebackers are improved. It is I. Drew, I, I well, just yeah, can't they, get over they, either. they're can't just they're 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 broken. They are like a bad With, news bears mess of hodgepodge. Uh, you know, plug and play. Get uh, in there. I mean, seriously, I mean, look at the roster. Who's what's his name? And again, no Denzel, no Denzel. Right. Ward. Well, and and what? Who? Then didn't we say this yesterday? Wasn't it uh, one of the safety that they just picked up off waivers was hurt like before hurt. the hurt hurt during the week and couldn't even play. This I mean, they're, they're 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 whoever can. You got a uniform? Throw it on. Let's go. Get out there. I'm glad EJ is picking up on what I'm trying to do here. I, I you know, the way uh, it, the way the light is coming in, it's as of Christmas stars is, is singing upon the Cleveland Beyond. Yeah, this is what well, we said, Andy. Yeah, this is, this is what we said, EJ. I, is I, that been, this is I, a been, very uh, this is a very holy uh, uh, just a the, the, the yeah. aura of this show today. We have the Christmas spirit upon us already. That's well, where we it's, are. Um, I've been called many things, and I'll take the God comments. I'm dumb down. I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too humble to take that. Thank you. I've been called many things overnights and in the mornings, but I'll take God. <laughs> I'll put that right here. Okay. <laughs> I am so humble. Drew is sold again. Um, by the way, I love Drew. I'm glad he's a part of this family now. Smith has a Smith was was a huge get. This yeah, yes. I agree. Malcolm Smith, Malcolm, the linebacker yep. from Seattle, was big. Yep. He has played sneaky well, good, sneaky good. He, and so is Goodson. You mentioned him earlier. Yep. Goodson, sneaky good. So this sneaky is what good. when we looked at when I looked at Pro Football Focus numbers uh, last week, we were seeing that Schobert and Kirksey were way down this year, and that 
really, we are not being hurt by not having them here. Now, Schilbert did have himself a pick six yesterday, which was great and good for him. And congratulations. And you needed that because even he acknowledged that it hasn't been the easiest season for him. So um, I, I, again, as much as we were angry, as much as Browns fans were like, what are you doing letting Kirksey go? What are you doing letting Schobert go? Oh, they did because Schobert's wife wasn't happy about it either. We know that. The Browns didn't even want to talk to him, right? She threw a fit over it. Look, the Browns are better for it. Look, we they're better for it. We, here's the thing we said about Schobert, though. <clears throat> in fairness to you and I, we both said at the time of free agency, we want Schobert around. But seeing what we've seen, but, we don't think it's smart to sign Schobert to that much money. Right. And if Schobert's people were get way paid too well, high on him, yeah, it was just way too much money. And it's like that. That was the only one where you and I were right on unbutton about it, though. To be fair, because it's like I never you and I said it's like, do I want Joe back? Yeah, do I want him back for that much money? Not going to happen. We just knew it wasn't going to happen. And by the way, and the complaint is yes, the Browns, yes, the Browns do have money to spend. You are correct. You were correct in every we're correct in saying that, but they just weren't going to spend it on Schobert. No, they just weren't. Schobert for that much money didn't make sense. And I'm happy for Joe. He's getting paid properly. I know it sucks to be in Jacksonville, but I'm glad he's getting paid well. He's a good man, good dude. I'm glad he's getting paid well. That's just one of those. Yeah, and and also he took the choice to take the money and to go to Jacksonville. That that was his choice to do that. Every right to do that. So I totally, there you I, go. I don't begrudge people for making a lot more money. I, I I don't do that. Now I'm we're all different different things in life. I won't go down that road. Yeah, you know, I get it, Joe. I get it. I do like Joe, and I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And to be fair, the Browns may not have signed him for less, anyways. No, they, they, no, I, I no. Got, it, I, it, I mean, I don't know. The, the, it didn't seem like they had any interest. In, in resigning, I, I I always got the vibe that the Browns were. If it was a bargain basement, I think they would take it. Like here's another guy too. Higgins did come back, and that was the right move for the Browns, and that was a really right move for Higgins. Yeah. Now Higgins next year should get paid more, and that I understand, and that I that the Browns need to give up. The checkbook. Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to with a lot with some of these players moving forward in the next couple of years as it is. So, I mean, this is Andy. This is uh, we're we're gonna come to the point where we're gonna have to make some decisions. So, I'm hoping that the way that they have managed their payroll over the past couple of seasons uh, gives them a, a, a little bit of ability to spend when they have to. I got the free agent list, and you know we'll do this on Friday because you know for time purposes today, but. You know, one more thing I'll just leave off on yeah. is that Ogunjobi's another one. Olivier Vernon's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't sign all these guys. Some of these guys are going to have to, you know, you, just, you can't give out the bank to everybody, especially when you, um, again, you got on the back end, you got to resign Chubb. Um, you're going to have to at some point, re, you're going to have to really think about what you're going to do with Mayfield. Um, so all those things are coming in the horizon. So we got to keep that in mind, to be fair. But Hollywood is the one guy is the one guy I I would you got to do the way that, that he and Baker have connected for the past three seasons. You cannot allow him to walk, period. Yeah. You can't. And I and I just I hope that Stefanski sees now finally the light that we have seen um, for a while now when it comes to Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. Cannot take him for granted. Cannot. No, no, no. Well, we've done 51 minutes of a, of a victory. Um, mm. Next up are those rap birds. We'll do more of a preview on that on Friday. Um, big game, still big game there. Yep. And you know we should all keep this in the periphery. Obviously, the Steelers play today against the, against the Washington Football Club or team. And then you know on Tuesday, if you want a homework assignment, 
that Cowboy Raven game is a big game. Very big. I, I, I would keep your eye on that game. And keep in really mind would. too, you know, that's this is uh, all this is going to be already two days less rest for a team uh, that is already hurting from COVID and the fact that they're six and five. So yep. the Ravens, Dallas might be playing desperate. The Ravens are also going to be playing desperate, and it's going to be something to watch. Seeing what the Giants are doing, if I'm not yeah, the Giants four road. straight out of nowhere. By the way, they were the headliner everywhere today, and they should be. That game has changed. That is the one game for not to look ahead to there yet. We're not there yet. Right. That is the one game that's changed my periphery where I'm not naive. That's going to be a tough game now. That's yeah. not that's that's going to be a tough game. Yep. Yep. It's not walking down Park Avenue anymore. Now you will against the Jets, but not the Giants. But Giants that's the, and that's exactly the thing. That's exactly why the Browns need to walk in Monday night football and stomp on the Ratbirds and then take that win in, in New York. And then you're good to go because Lord yeah, knows agreed. you don't know. You, I mean, look, the Steelers are probably going to be resting folks last game of the season. I would like it if the Browns could do the same thing. I would like it if the Browns didn't have to go out there in a must-win game against Pittsburgh to get into the playoffs. I would love if they could rest guys too. So let's go ahead and beat the Ravens, and let's go ahead and beat the Jets. Let's, go, You know what? Fuck it. Let's win the fuck out. Fuck it. <laughs> win out. Win out. It's in, it's in play. It's in let's, play. Period. Let's, 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 let's do a major league. Let's just win the whole Win the whole fucking, fucking thing. thing. Only one thing left to but, do. Um, no, no, it's the Ravens game. The The Ravens game is big. And we all know that anyways. It's already big. But I will just tee it up there. This is great. All this is great. That Ravens game, that that could be a knockout blow. And you and everybody's been saying it is true. That That is a knockout death blow. And that puts you in prime position before you head to New York. So... You got to win that game. One last reminder, folks. Your nine and three Cleveland Browns are now the third best team record wise in the AFC, the number five seed for the wild card, and are in prime position to make the playoffs. Holy shit. Here we are. Yes. Playing meaningful football in December. Yep. It's been a With long time. With rivalry week, you know, we have three rivals. The Bengals, not so much anymore, but, you know, rivalry week coming up with the Ravens. Rivalry weekend with Michigan, too. I mean, I'm not a high state guy. Stefanski so. and that team, I get it. You want to play one game at a time, one win at a time, I get it. But you know what? Again, these division games against the Ravens and the Steelers, you have to come in with a little more oomph. Big, big fucking game. Because gotta, they're gotta they're getting up level. for us. You need to get up and for them. The Ravens are going to be desperate, 6-6 six and six or 7-5. They are going to play hot, and that's a big game. That's all I'm going to get. They got to win that game. I want to see Lamar Jackson this, throw four, t- four interceptions that game. Just win the fucking game. Make it five. Six, <laughs> fumble. Seven. Turnover every possession. <clears throat> Is that asking too much? No. Very real possibility. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Quickly. We're going to do more on this with the Buckeyes and Irish and everything else later in the week. Quickly. Yeah. Um, I want to get to the Buckeyes fast. Um, that was the game they needed. Yep. That game was not competitive. Michigan State stinks. I would not read too much in that game outside outside of like the Buckeyes showing up and doing what they had to do. 
The one thing that you like if you're a Buckeye fan, I'm assuming my partner is, which he did. Good to see Fields bounce back. Yeah. And Sermon had a great game. And that, if I were a Buckeye fan, that'd be my bigger story. Oh, that it was, was great to yeah, see. Yeah, it was, it, it definitely, um, my eyes peaked uh, when, yeah. when, when he went off. And so, uh, yeah, th- that's, that's good to see. Um, because I think a lot, as much, I don't understand though. I, I still think they've had a great season running the ball. They haven't had a bad season running the ball and they've only, I, mm. we say season, they played like five games. But my point is, um, there's been a lot of pressure on the run for the Buckeyes, a lot of talk about the run for the Buckeyes. And I didn't like a lot of what I was hearing because the numbers don't look bad. But to see Sermon mm-hmm. have himself a big day, that's important. That. That's very important for the Buckeyes. Um, again, mentioning that the team up north isn't even allowed to practice yet. They haven't been released from their what their COVID protocols and and when whatever. They they yeah, we're we're waiting on that. Um, we know that Kirk Herbstreet pissed off a lot of folks up there when he was talking about well, team up north uh, might not even show up, might wave the white flag. Um. I don't think it's that, by the way. I think they're really legitimately got COVID. They no, do. they do. I really do. They do. And it's and it's unfortunate. And I will say this too. You've already heard it. Wisconsin's AD came out and said it. They will make changes in the Big Ten if this game isn't played. And Ohio State will still be able to play in, in the Big Ten championship. I I have a feeling that, that's what's gonna happen. That that's that we'll we'll see how this week plays out. There's a, again, the, the game itself to me is not the juice. The juice is the story around the game. Yeah. Um, no, it's still again itself, college football feels yeah. icky to me right now. Well, here's a couple other notes real fast. Um A&M survived, tennis uh Florida survived, Notre Dame survived. All um A&M's difference, Auburn's good, but boy, uh, Florida and Notre Dame, they looked like they had the snooze alarm on. Both games were just not Exciting. Yeah, both but Syracuse and Tennessee with COVID ravaging both programs really didn't have teams that could really compete. I mean, Notre Dame looked flat. Um, yeah. I mean, I really thought, too, um, Florida looked flat. Um, these games just on much juice. And here's the one the conclusion. Clemson, flat, did not really play well until later in the game against Vatek. Um, watched a lot of that game. Here's the one thing that I'll say is I watched – I had multiple games going on. Even with COVID and everything else going on, Alabama is – it's been – they they are roll tide rolling. Um, they, they, that, that is the best team in the country right now. Something, right else now. To, something else to mention and to watch and something that I've paid attention to throughout the season and, again, why I kind of feel icky about it is uh, the information we get regarding these players getting sick isn't the same information we get in the NFL. It's a lot quieter. Yeah. It's a lot different the way that this information is released. And I understand there's some privacy stuff. These are students. Yep. There's different. But again, it feels icky. And 60 Minutes this week, I believe, is doing a, a story regarding uh, some issues that I believe I were that. going to pop I up. I saw that. And I, I was that. afraid yeah. of this. And I think they're going to be talking about the myocarditis. They're going to be talking about student athletes in college who are no longer able to play sports because of their illness, because of catching COVID, yep. because of getting an enlarged heart. Because yeah, of getting, yeah, because of having the heart issues and the cardi, the cardiac issues that uh, that this that this disease is is causing younger folks. Um, while the numbers are a whole lot lower, and while the risk factors are a whole lot lower for these younger kids, the ones that are getting some of these issues, um, it's not good for them, and they can't play sports anymore. And this was always my worry, and that's going to be a cloud over the NCAA for a very long time. In my opinion, we will have to see just exactly how bad it is 
Obviously, none of us know yet. This is going to be something that is going to play out over probably the next year where you're going to have players and you're going to have kids who aren't able to play anymore and their stories will be heard and they will be telling them. I guarantee it. It's not, I don't think yeah. I don't think that any of this is is going to look good down the road for the NCAA. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know how much. That. I think there's a lot there that we're not hearing about and that we are going to hear about slowly leak out over the next year. I, I probably accurate across the board. Very sad. Before Jared does his long read, Cavs play a home opener against the, <clears throat> against the Hornets um, yeah. down the 23rd. Um, I need to catch up on Cavs. Um, I looked around again. No Lindor rumors, no team name rumors. So that has stayed the same. No more changes from the Indians over the weekend. Um, like I said, we'll do more Cavs on Fridays. I want to get a read on where uh, things are at. I, I've not been – I've been really focused more on college football and obviously the Browns. So yep. I'll read more about the Cavs before we get to Friday. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond. And uh, on Twitter, at CLE and Beyond. Also, shoot us an email, Andy and Jared, J-A-R-I-D, at gmail.com. And don't forget, Instagram, at Official Cleveland Sports. That's where Andy and I are uh, on Sunday nights following Browns games at 8 o'clock, along with Holly Wetzel sometimes, too. And uh, there's also, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, Monday night. So we're going to do it Monday night uh, at Official Cleveland Sports. We'll be live on there after the game Monday night. And then also, don't forget, we are part of Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at WaitingForNextYear.com and also coming soon officially to Evergreen Podcasts. Final thoughts, Andy? Set the edge on Wednesday. Wetzel Wednesdays. We'll do that on like a five, ten minute preview on Instagram. Then we'll go on for the next hour. We'll have tons to talk about. Um, we had fun time. We got a lot of good comments about Christmas gifts, so we'll probably do more of that. There's some bad Christmas gifts this year. I, I usually don't say that, but there's been some personalized puzzles, personalized lamps. I I, I don't know. Um, but I'll end it on the high. Sounds I, it, hokey. You have to watch Set the Edge, everybody. It's pretty good. As the light's now shining on me more than ever. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to end on Drew Salt. We could finally shut the fucking Ravens up. That's right, Drew. That's right. Fucking rat birds. That's right. I'm so excited about the Browns. <clears throat> so excited about the Browns. I've listened to the podcast, listen to Instagram. It's all there. Um, I'm so excited about the Browns. So excited about the Browns. And this is, a, I just can't, can't, can't tell you how excited I am about the Browns. Just as excited I am is about Zach Eady, the seven foot four monster for Purdue. He's Andy Billman. That's for a different podcast, though. I'm Jared Watson. He's really good. Andy and Jared Cleveland and beyond. Oh, wait a minute. That's the old title. We switched it around. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared. (laughs) Search engine optimization. (laughs) Everybody take care. Nine and three. Holy fucking shit. They're nine and three. 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 By the way, EJ, I love, I love the smart water, especially the antioxidants. They've been having a big sale lately, so I've been excited about that. And agree, EJ and Drew. Marissa, thank you. Manny. Yeah. Let's go, Browns. Shout out. Beat the Ravens. Thanks, guys. Beat the Ravens. Beat the fucking Rappers. See you on Friday. Go, Browns. Talk again soon. Nine and three. Playoffs. Nine and Monday night football. Oh, what a big Monday night football game. And your Cleveland Browns are nine and three. Go, Browns. Take care. Talk again soon. Bye.
Oh, what a big game. Hmm. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, will discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.